hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's another Monday, which means it's another episode of the Ben vs. Noel of Felicity podcast. I'm Brianna. I'm Kristen. Hi. Hello. How are you on this lovely Friday? Oh my God, I'm so good. How are you? Oh my God, so good. The sun is shining. <sighs> Mark and I finished this episode, and after the episode was over, he was like, Aren't you just like excited for a break? <laughs> So I think we're both kind of looking forward to next week when it's the end of season three and then we take a little bit of a break. Cool. Yeah. Just because these last couple episodes have just been such like a snooze. Season three is just tough. Like, you know, there's that pocket of a few really good episodes, but then it's just, you know, like we've been discussing, there's just these really weird side stories and it's just, you know, it's just kind of a tough season for parts of it. Maybe this is why networks or shows in general, maybe not networks, don't do like 20 episode seasons anymore because they realize it's just a bunch of fucking like filler storylines and filler episodes. I mean, just think of every good show that has had like killer first and second seasons, especially, especially first season. You know, the big one that comes to mind is the OC. Just like how good was that first season? The second season was fine. And then it just gets bad because you're right. I think they have so many episodes. Again, something we've talked about too often is Grey's how they still continue to have 20 some episodes per season. It's just beyond me, but yeah, it's gotta be real tough. You know, how do you differentiate yourself from all the other shows on TV? Sure. Blah, 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 blah. Fuck. Did anybody else miss Avery this episode? Cause this girl did. You know, you get excited when you start this episode because there's Javier and then, Oh, just kidding. We're going to make it. He thinks he's going to have a heart attack and it's just having a panic attack. And <sighs> yeah. Like why do all the Javier storylines have to be so, like dramatic or typical yeah it's like oh let's make the gay guy want a baby or you know oh let's make the guy who's from a different country need his green card and want to marry felicity like it's either like these way like typical what's the word i'm looking for not typical stereotypical there you go stereotypical storylines or just like stupid and outlandish like this heart attack one it's like can we just like have him be in storylines like at a normal rate what is he doing right now? You know, I thought I kind of cracked the case with my big fat Greek wedding movie trivia that this is probably why he's been absent in season three. Maybe that's why he's still absent and he's just like dabbling when he can. But man, it's just the same thing happened. So Molly is in what, like two or three scenes this episode. And like, why? She doesn't add anything. It's so weird. Do you know what I mean? Did you notice that? Well, I don't know. I mean, she's just like, she's, went from like a main sort of character to like a completely like friend of the friends character. Like she's just there sometimes as like a, she's kind of like a Richard except with way less stuff going on. Yeah. You know, Richard just kind of seems to pop in and out too, Mm -hmm. but at least he's funny and has like a little bit of something going for him. But, and I like, I don't even know how I want to talk about this episode. And I know we just did this a couple episodes ago where we like pointed out everything that was just so kind of unbelievable, but I'm sorry. You're telling me that Noel is up for possible expulsion because of this whole TV in the library thing. That is ridiculous, right? Come on. Yeah, I guess. I don't, I don't know. This whole episode was just really tough. I don't even like, I don't even know what is worth talking about. No, we'll just like, let's just jump in. So we, we just go right to when Noel kisses Felicity. So she like leaves the library and he comes after her and they have this whole like talk and semi argument. And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. And he's like, that never works. But then she does want to talk about it. And 
And he basically is just like, I don't know that I can be friends with you anymore. She gets him to say that he thinks this whole past year has basically been a lie, which mm-hmm. is just kind of out. Oh, I don't want to use the word outrageous again, but I don't know. So, Noel, you're telling me that everything that's happened this past year and last summer, you getting married to the Doritos chick, you getting blonde streaks in your hair, you doing this and that and the other thing was all just like a knee-jerk reaction because you're still in love with Felicity and you didn't know how to say it. And while that is like plausible, I just don't really feel like that's what's going on here. I don't know. Well, maybe now it is, but he hasn't been in love with Felicity this whole year. He was in love with like Ruby for the first part and heartbroken over her. Therefore married the Doritos girl. Yeah. I just like, you know, she's like, you're telling me this whole last year has been a lie. And he's like, well, maybe it has. So yeah, that's why I'm just basing this rant off of that thing. But um, so I would call this a kiss that she didn't kiss back. What do you think? I don't mean, yeah, I don't think she kissed back, but she definitely like lingered for a second. Got it. Yeah, I guess. But it's like, I mean, it's interesting because this like propels her into like going to talk to Ben and like basically tell him let's forget about the fight I'm so sorry we fought like who cares let's get on with it because she's kind of convincing herself that this is probably what happened between him and Avery and I would think she doesn't really want to tell Ben about the kiss with Noel right yeah and this is when Javier comes out and he's like having chest pain so they go to the hospital and he makes Felicity the manager and she's like very upset about this because she has finals and you know, she's very busy. Um, she has finals for all of these classes that we have no idea what she's taking right now. Yeah. for French. So that's that. So she's realizing how hard it is for a manager to be and trying to get employees to come into work and nobody will pick up extra shifts. And so she asks Noel if he will. So she first asks, asks Ben, would you be okay with this? And he says, yes. And then she asks Noel and he is, really kind of a dick about it anyway if there is any way we could get through this together while you're helping me out by taking some shifts at dean and deluca it would make my life like a thousand times better right now hmm. please if that helps it doesn't help please it doesn't help i can't do this anymore do what I don't want to be the, the, the loser guy friend anymore. You're not the loser guy friend. All right. Next time Ben goes to Southampton with Avery, or the next time he beats up a frat guy, or, or the next time he does something stupid like he's bound to do, I'm not going to be there for you. You're on your own. I don't know, man. I thought so at first, but then his whole speech, kind of when he wraps it up at the end, after I heard Noel say this, I turned around to Mark and I was like, I totally used to do that to you all the time. Like, would go to him when, like, things were bad between whoever I was dating at the time and if I was in a fight. And I completely just, I don't want to say use because you're not, but that's kind of how it comes off as. And so I was happy for Noel to say this to Felicity because even if it's absent-minded, she's still doing it. You know, she's going to Noel when her and Ben are in a fight or when they're almost breaking up, which for this whole season seemed like it was like pretty often. And Noel doesn't deserve that. I think at some point, somebody needs to be blown with Felicity about this because she's got her blinders on. She's just so like, you know, like you and I talked last week. She knows exactly what is going on, but she's just trying to like, ah, you know. 
Well, I don't know. In this particular instance, I feel like she helped him out so much with Loser Pet Shop. Loser Pet Store. And, like, it was in the middle of, like, the other finals in the first semester. And she wasn't sleeping. And she was crying. And she helped him out of a real bind. And, like, this is all she was asking of him. She wasn't, like, trying to, like, get her him to be her friend. She just was needing help. Yeah. And I just feel like all of a sudden it's gone from zero to 100 with him. I'm in yeah. love with you. I cannot be friends with you. My opinion about the Dean and DeLuca thing is that it was just too soon. Like, it seems like it was either yesterday or, like, a few hours ago that they just had this argument, like, outside. And so I just think not enough time has gone by. And it's like, oh, you need something? Of course you do. But for sure. I mean, I get what you're saying as well. It's just, uh, you know, love triangles. They're pointy. Like, I'm not going to be there next time Ben fucks up. Like, what is his deal? Like, then don't live there. Remove yourself from the situation, which he's going to do. Yeah, I mean, and that's a great point. Like, he shouldn't be living at the loft. Why is he still living at the loft? He put himself in this position of living there. Yeah, it's kind of like what I was saying last week. Like, him and Ben shouldn't really be friends. They're not really friends. It's just, it's a weird, yeah, it's a messy web they've got. Kind of in the middle of all this, Richard, we hear him talking to Molly. He's got the tape of Noel, and Noel did it. But apparently he can fully see Noel, but he cannot see who Noel is with, which makes zero sense. But we'll just just go with it. And um, kind of threatens Noel. I mean, is there really not a bigger issue to be dealing with right now in that the University of New York? I mean, are you fucking kidding me right now? Ugh. So then Molly has this like weird heart to heart with Noel about how she's so impressed that him and Felicity are friends because she knows that they used to date, which prompts him to go back to Dean and DeLuca and help. Shocker that while Felicity is the manager of Dean and DeLuca, everything that could possibly go wrong is going wrong. The espresso machine, pump hose is broken, and then it starts on fire, and then it floods. I mean, it's pretty much like the fucking doom days. Which right now. leads to my favorite moment in the episode when Ben comes through with the fire extinguisher and he's like, manager coming through. Like It just really reminds me of when him and Felicity lived together at the beginning of last year. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so, and then Noel comes in at the nick, in the nick of time to help turn the water off. And then the most like dramatic thing that happens, I feel like, in this love triangle right now is... It seems like Noel and Felicity are going to patch things up. He's talking to her about Seattle and the job is still there if she wants it. I forget why Ben is supposed to go to Boulder, but whatever job he has lined up fell through. And so they're both excited to go to Seattle. And I'm sorry, but I think this is about the most mature thing Ben has done in a really long time. And he like goes to talk to Noel like, hey, I'm going to be with Felicity. I just want to make sure we're cool because she really wants to take this job. And then Noel just like, lies to Ben's face doesn't even give it a minute and a half before he walks straight out to Felicity and just tells her to forget about the job the fuck man because he tells Felicity to forget about it because he only is asking Felicity to come and that Ben can't come and so Ben overhears all this and he's like hey what's what's going on right now and then him and Noel start like yelling at each other and then Ben pushes Noel this happening You know what they both need? Him and Noel need another drunken night, like in season two, when they're having the sit-in at the clinic, and they get drunk, and they throw the beer at Noel's head, and then they get in a tussle, and then they just, like, are best friends again, are best friends. You know, they need one of those nights. This is just so bonkers to me. I'm like, Felicity 
what she says to Noel is exactly right. Ben is my boyfriend. Of course, if I were going to go to Seattle, he would go with me. It's just like, what did she think was going to happen? Right. It just seems really like tantrum-y. All of a sudden, Noel has realized he's not going to get his way and he's just like throwing a fit. Mm -hmm. And then Ben just resorts back to violence once again. Quit being so fucking barbaric, Ben. Learn how to deal. Use your words. Dude, like, what's up with that guy, Indian Duluga, who, like, breaks him up? Like, hey, hey, calm it down. Sir, who are you? Like, you know, he gets the overacting award for this episode. I mean, calm it the fuck down. Valid. Valid. But I like what Javier tells Felicity in the end, and I've thought this for weeks. He's like, you can't have your cake and eat it, too, basically, is what he's saying. You're trying to eat your cake. Right. (laughs) Felicity and Ben are fine. Felicity finds Noel in one of the bathrooms that he's restocking. And he basically tells her that he loves her too much to be friends right now. And he says he's sorry. And then he leaves and goes to, you know, keep on cleaning the bathrooms. So that's how we leave this love triangle. And now her and Ben are just left to decide what they want to do with their last summer ever. But like, what was up with the bar mitzvah and Felicity stealing the glance at Noel? Can you imagine if Avery would have been sitting in Noel's seat and she would have caught Ben looking at Noel? Or I mean, Avery, like, come on, man. Yeah, there just is not a lot of like mature, smart decision making happening right now. And it's, yeah, the web and the triangle. It's just getting real messy, like I said. Yeah, so we see this bar mitzvah at the end. I have to say this. Did you notice that there's just a loaf of challah sitting on like whatever they're standing in front of. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if this is typical practice, but from the bar mitzvah scenes I've seen in other TV shows, I've never seen just a fucking like just big, big ass loaf of Hollis sitting up there. It's like they ran out of props and they're like, what is something else that is Jewish that we could put in this scene? Oh, I have a huge loaf of challah. It was really weird. The only thing I could think of was if they do like a form of Union, and that's like the body of Christ. I don't know. I am not religious. so <laughs> Yeah, it was just, it stuck out so much. And it's like, we get it, what he's doing. He's got the, you know, the pointer stick with the yarmulke. Torah. I don't know. Mark can answer Mark is this. laughing at me in the background. Yeah. Pointer stick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like know how much I want to talk about the Megan and Sean stuff. It's so fucking dumb, except This leads into my favorite scene, which is when they're at the therapist, who is probably the worst therapist. I was going to make a joke about her being Phoebe's sister-in-law, but then Mark was like, ooh, it's Phoebe's mom from Friends. I was wrong. Got it. Anyways, when she's just like, you're not married? She's like, well, then what's that on your finger? And she's like, an eyeball? That was funny. I wrote that down. That was my favorite part of the episode. Yeah. I don't know. Is there anything you want to touch on with this? No, I just that her and Sean seem to work out some of their stuff. Going to therapy, it seems to help. They both kind of, re- he realizes he's selfish and she realizes she's super mean. And hopefully that they can get past this. We do find out Sean is 27 also. Right. So Megan's, tw- what is she going to be a senior? So maybe she's 20 or 21. So that's not right. that weird. But it oh, is. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think, I don't think the age gap is weird. I just think it's weird that they want us to believe that Sean is 27. Oh, right. And then Elena and DeForest. She wants to give it a go. And they're cute. I mean, it looks like they're having a good time going to karaoke. She's into them. They have zero chemistry. Zero. Have you ever gone to karaoke somewhere where the crowd is just, number one, doing that much like white people dancing with just like the hands in the air? 
and where people have been having that much fun and have gotten that much into the karaoke that is being sung at the moment. Um, I don't recall. I have not. And it was just, I mean, is there anything the Epstein bar can't do? No. I mean, they just, it's, it's just kind of impressive. Open, open mic nights, karaoke nights. I mean, and it seems like everything they do is just like a massive hit, you know? Yeah. Just, you know, you got Richard with the leather bucket hat. Whenever I hear this song now, this is what I think of is him singing that stupid song because I hate it so much. Yeah, Phil was asleep on the couch, but when that part came on, he like looked to see what was going on. Jesse's girl. It's a terrible, terrible song. Um, I mean, the great thing is, is that, you know, Elena seems to be having fun, getting her out of her comfort zone and whatever, but he's obsessed with his fat. She is not obsessed with his fat. That's basically the lesson we learned with this episode. Yeah. And you're right. It is good to see Elena having fun because we actually don't see her having that much fun very often. So I enjoyed that. Oh, another one of my favorite parts, going back to the um, therapy, is when they're acting like each other. And Megan's like, look at me with my whatever and whatever and my smoothies. I don't know. I wish you guys would insert that. You want to come to my bar mitzvah? You want to try my smoothies? And she's got like the jazz hands. I know. Yeah, that was good. That was way better than what I did. It must be it next week. This is not like a spoiler or anything, but I, or it's this episode and I just like wasn't paying attention, but Sean's like shifting around in his seat or something. And the therapist is like, what are you doing? He's like, sorry, my leather panties are riding right now. Cause he's being Megan. Was that this episode? Yeah. Oh, sure. dang it. Okay, cool. That's a funny scene too. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm sorry. Like that's my problem. I found myself like scrolling through this episode and like getting really distracted. And so I apologize. But um, DeForest does, I feel like at the end of this episode, he does kind of say what he needs to is that he's worried about being like a safe choice and that people or girls are going to use him as like a he's not going to fuck me over type guy because he's fat. I don't know if that's the reason. So, you know, he's got some baggage too. Yeah. So. Mark's corner? Mark's corner. Hey, Mark. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello, listeners. This week sucked. Ugh, it was so bad. <laughs> Oof, duh. My, my list of things is usually like a couple deep on each one of these little categories. And I just kind of on the fly pick the best one. Just, I barely have one for you. Everyone. Just wait. So we get done and Mark is like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about in Mark's Corner. I'm like, at least you only have to try to fill like a minute and not like an entire episode. <laughs> That's a valid Jesus. point. <sighs> All right. My like Javier's jammies. Oh, yeah, uh, cows on them. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you like when I move to you? Thanks. Okay. <laughs> you were moving at me? Yeah. What the fuck, man? Oh, no. Yikes. Um, what else did he say when he was in? Oh, she said you could stand to lose a couple pounds or something like that. And he said, no need to get nasty. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, and then my dislike, uh, obviously you guys already talked about it but ben and noel and felicity like when they're at dean and deluca just that like weird back and forth is it okay yeah it's okay and then he goes and tells felicity no it's not okay i don't you're not invited anymore and then ben comes back out he's like hey what the fuck man <laughs> it's just it's like that whole dialogue i like, just didn't have to happen yeah whatever okay. i don't have an unpopular opinion um this episode was wholly unpopular i suppose well with everybody so you didn't really like this episode huh Hey, did I mention that I wasn't a huge fan of this episode? <laughs> What's your on the sets takes? Um, I contrary to what you thought, I thought karaoke looked fun. 
I didn't say it didn't look fun. My question was, have you ever been to karaoke where it has been that fun? Uh, yes. We went there once for, or went to Vegas Lounge once. For your birthday? It wasn't that fun. No, for Trace's birthday. And like when there's a lot of people who are like into it around kind of your own friend group or like your own age, like there wasn't a single old person there. I didn't see it, but everyone's like into it. It wasn't just like I'm for being forced to be here. I was like, hey, let's let's listen to some karaoke. Where was that at? Vegas Lounge. Well, and you didn't ask it like that, Brie. You said where it was everybody having that much fun as these people were. Mark is saying he had like a blast in his whole friend group, but I'm just saying you asked it differently before. Oh, well. I feel like that's the exact same question. No, let rewind the tapes. Because <laughs> I've been to karaoke. Rewind it. When I, you asked me that, I have been to karaoke where I've had a lot of fun, but I have never been to karaoke like that where everybody's oh. super into it. Gotcha. Yeah, the one I went to was fun because everybody was super into Got it. it. Dancing around like they're at a concert. It was pretty cool. I didn't sing anything. I have had fun at karaoke. I have never been to karaoke where people are having that much fun. That's what I, yeah. I'm I'm so glad we cleared this up. I am so (laughs) confused. I hate (laughs) both of you. Uh, That's all I got. Did you guys enjoy Mark's corner? (laughs) God damn it. Yes, we sure did. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Um, I feel like we both already have gone over our favorite scenes. Maybe we'll insert them both here, just those little clips, because it's going to annoy Mark to have to add them. <laughs> just kidding. Fuck you. <laughs> ben or no? I'm going to pick Ben. God, remember when we didn't think we it would be anytime soon? Three episodes later. I thought he at least tried to take the more mature route. I mean, I didn't like that he like pushed Noel, I guess. But I've, I don't know. I'm grasping up straws here. I'm going to go Noel because I'm not ready for Ben yet. <laughs> I'm trying to take this one episode at a time. Right. Moving on. Cool. Lifestyle categories. I'm excited about this today. I want you to know before we recorded today, I made sure to squeeze in that episode grace too so we can talk about that. Nice. Um, so food news. Okay. I think we can both start on this. So Chris and I were talking about how during the beginning of the pandemic, our food news was a little bit more exciting. And I was trying to figure out why, you know, you guys may remember that's when those um, whipped coffee things were like trendy. And, you know, again, why was it so exciting? We only thought lockdown was going to be for like a month. And here we are a year later, blah, 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 blah. So the other day, Kristen informs me of this TikTok trend, which I have no idea about. Kristen, why don't you fill us in? Oh, I don't really, I'm not on TikTok, but once like one of these things, I just wanted you to admit that (laughs) one of these food trends, whenever they happen, then all of the food bloggers I follow do them. So it's like the baked oatmeal, which perhaps has been out for months. I have no idea. Yeah. So you and I tried this blended oatmeal. We both made it today. Yeah. Yeah. So just uh, like a quick tutorial, what it is, it's half a cup of oats, a quarter cup of milk, an egg, a banana. Oats, a banana, a little bit of honey, a little pinch of salt, and a little bit of baking powder. Blend it up, boom, bake it. Yeah. And there's several different. So I found this on the I Am a Food blog, and she has like nine different variations or something. So what variation did you do? I put some nut butter in mine in the form of peanut butter, and fucking hate people say nut butter. A couple <laughs> banana, a couple more slices of banana, and a sprinkling of chocolate chips, like seven. And it was really good. And then I made one for Phil. With almost the same. 
So I did mine and I put peanut butter and jelly in mine per one of the suggestions. And I figured out what my issue was because mine was probably in the oven for like 35 minutes when it's like 20 to 24 or something. I was eyeballing the milk and not really paying attention. So that made sense why like my middle was way more liquidy and took so much longer. But I was a big fan of it. I really liked it. It's like a cake. Yeah, which it seemed like a dessert, but you didn't feel like guilty about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so keep them coming. Maybe hey. you should join TikTok so you can be at the know of this and we can find out about them right away. No, I don't know. I don't know if you ever use oat flour in baking, but I I make some cookies with oat flour sometimes. And so I guess it makes sense that it is like a cake, but I make a lot. Of, I make baked oats sometimes where they're not blended up like that, where it's just like a baked oatmeal. That's also really good. I, I think who shared this on Instagram? I think it was Padma from Top Chef and it was like a TikTok thing about making chicken where somebody had a chicken breast in a plastic Ziploc bag. I don't even think it was in a Ziploc. Oh yeah, you're right. It wasn't in a plastic bag. That's no, was, so fucking gross. And it was so gray. Ugh. I don't even like baking chicken in the oven, like just a chicken breast because it has that weird color to it. Anyways, um, why don't you tell us about your actual food news now? Well, what I'm going to say is while I was making that this morning, I got mine ready and I have these nice like Pampered Chef bowls that I've had before I lived in New York, they have moved with me a lot and they're oven safe. And I had mine in that. And I was looking for cocoa powder because Phil, I was going to make him the chocolate with the cocoa powder. And my jar of molasses fell down into the empty bowl and broke it. <gasps> and then I thought, and then it chipped the other one. And I had to dump that because I thought maybe a shard of porcelain yeah. got in it so I dumped it and rinsed it out and that one was salvageable but I had to throw the other one away luckily I had another oven safe bowl and I'm very upset about this that's so sad what kind of pampered chef bowl is it just like a glass one like a white porcelain like oven safe like individual ones oh no that's the pit so I'm gonna try to find more but anyways other than that my other food news is pretty non-existent um I might try to make a carrot cake for Easter Ugh. and maybe some ham or something I don't know but Ooh. I don't really have a lot of like food news. I don't. Um, what food news do I have? We went to Marna's on Wednesday. We just wanted oh to my say, God, <laughs> don't even talk about Marna's anymore. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Like every week, it's like I went to Marna's and then I had Skeddy. Don't. That is exactly like I'm sorry. We're so boring with it's this fine. Just shit. Leave it at the. You just fucking... want me to omit it? No, just yeah. Leave it at the baked oatmeal. All right. I guess I don't have. I guess I don't have any food. Um. Although, can I just say this is so stupid? But Mark and I are on this like really big Frosted Flakes kick. Where I shit you not, like every day we have to buy a box of Frosted Flakes. I'm gonna. It's so that is not good. That is, cereal is like not good for you. You guys need to. Get I don't eat mine with milk. I just eat it dry. But that makes no fine. difference to me. I know. I'm just saying. It's just like, I really like crave it now. It's so weird. Oh, yeah. It's your brain getting addicted to sugar. No wonder you crave it. I'm worried about it. I wish I could rewind the last minute and a half of my life and take (laughs) that back. Good fucking Lord. Okay. Anyways, what are you watching? (laughs) I watched a couple more episodes of Good Girls season three. Um, It's pretty good. Um, And then we started Succession over, which... I'm really excited about because you just, now that I know holistically what's going on in that show, I get a lot more of the show. That's wonderful. Yeah. What about you? Oh, that's it. Um, 
We are also still watching Good Girls. We have taken a little bit of a hiatus. Mark is kind of like, he's fallen off the wagon pretty quick. So we have been filling our time with like old episodes of Parenthood. And we did watch something new this week. Oh yeah, the Ginny and Georgia show. I did, I think I'm on episode like six or seven of that show. And it's like, it's good. It's a little teeny bopper-ish maybe, you know, good for the kids. Anyways. But yeah, I did just get caught up on Grey's. It's this episode where Lexi is back in the dream state. And Mark! I know. I saw that. I was so excited. I This was my reaction. I said, Mark! And that was the highlight of the episode. Do you know what my problem with these fucking hallucinations she's having is that we barely even get to hear from the dead characters. Hey, Lexi, do you love Mark still? Like, I don't know. I have so many questions and they barely speak. I don't know. That's I'm caught up with it. It's fine. That was the only highlight of that episode. And uh, yeah, I did watch the movie Hidden Figures for work. Highly recommend it. I realize I'm about five years behind on that train. Yeah, I don't know, man. Other than like what we're watching, Mark and I got our first dose of the COVID vaccine on Wednesday. And our arms were incredibly sore yesterday. And we were pretty well, I more so than Mark was pretty tired, but felt so good. They got it done. Definitely. Oh, show. I am always like really into music, but today I was just kind of went in this deep dive of like old Arcade Fire and looked back and watched some of their like Coachella performance from 2011. And like, man, they were so good. And then, you know, they had a couple of duds. I mean, like their first like three albums were like so good. Like their second or third album won album of the year at the Grammys. I mean, it's yeah, it was just, suburbs. Yeah. And so I just don't know what happened. I Googled them. They just had a new record come out in 2020, but they're all doing like individual stuff. And I'll tell you what, I have never like left a concert. I left that concert. Yeah. It was so bad. And I won tickets and so it was there for free. And it was their weird, like the, like the reflector tour or mm-hmm. something or reflections, whatever. So, so terrible. It's the same thing with Kings of Leon. Like, if I hear that fucking bandit song one more time on the radio, I'm going to gouge my eardrum out. It's like, what happened to them? I know. They say the fall from grace. It's a tough one. Right. That summer of 2000 and what, 2009, when we saw them and like, you couldn't stop, like, neither of us could stop listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Anyways, it's tough. Not everybody can be like Taylor Swift and just put out hit after hit after hit. Or like the National in my eyes. Or like the Killers in my eyes. There you go. <laughs> um, we're going to be ripping some cabinets out. We're starting starting our kitchen makeover this weekend. So Woo-hoo! that should be really fun. That's so great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back next Monday for the big finale. Hopefully it's an exciting one. Until then, have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.